Welcome to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Over the next hour, you'll be introduced to business and local leaders impacting our community. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. Now, the host of Town Talk, Ted Schubel. It is the Fairy Godmother Project this morning. We're going to talk about a great organization in the area that uh, helps uh, families uh, dealing with pediatric cancer. Kathleen Pesolano is here, the executive director. Kathleen, it's always good to have you uh, have you in this morning and uh, and to see you. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having us. We're going to talk about this in depth as we as as we go along this morning. But one thing to remember is that uh, the, uh, the the Stardust Ball has is back in the spring. It is um, April nineteenth this year. Um, you know we hope for beautiful weather yeah. um, you know under the stars um but um it is at the old silk mill um on the 19th friday and tickets are still available so we hope that people will come out and help support our cause but also have a wonderful evening of dancing uh live auctions uh music it's the huevos uh, are playing for us and also good food and fun and we'll get in we'll, we'll get into and, and, and talk about the stardust ball in a, in a little bit I maybe just not remember. Did, did was it in the fall last year? Last year it was in September. We yeah. had shifted it. Was it was going to be in April, but some things yeah, that happened. We thought. had to transition to the fall, so we are back to the spring, which is just a great opportunity for us to, um, you know, to kind of kick off the year, but also allow us to have September be all about raising awareness for um, childhood um, cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and we will we'll talk about the April date uh, as, as we uh, as we go along this morning. For people who don't know, talk a little bit about Fairy Godmother Project and what you do. What we do is we support families that have had um, a child with a diagnosis of pediatric cancer. So they hear the diagnosis, and at that moment, they're, they're trying to figure out what their new normal is going to be. And that's where Fairy Godmother Project can step in to help, you know, ease those everyday burdens, mm-hmm. so those stressors that we all have to take care of. You know, the what, what are we going to have for food this week or meals? Um, you know, my, my yard, the grass is growing. We can't think about that right now but you know like when the weather's nice grass is growing and I've got to get put gas in the car and travel back and forth to Richmond or DC or wherever I'm having treatment every single day so it's like they have all these extended worries and we want to take those off their plate so that instead they can really focus their energy on their child and on their family and just you know helping to provide that care but giving them that gift of time with their child and, and Kathleen in, in, in most cases when there is the diagnosis it just comes as such a shock and you're trying to figure anything out and so to be able to provide things like this is just such a lifesaver to families it is and a lot of times I mean we we've had the opportunity I should say to be there with them when they hear you know that we've had contact with them before you know someone has alerted them to the services that we have available so we've already kind of started having conversations to say if you happen to need us this is what we're, who we're here for we're here mm-hmm. for you and the interesting thing also is that we really wrap around the caregiver because we feel like if we can provide that strength for them, that emotional support, you know, the, the financial assistance, but also even the social, keeping them connected to our community, to others that may have experienced similar things, then it's less isolating. It also just helps with that whole resiliency that we're hoping to give them the strength to, you know, for this journey that yeah. they're on. Yeah, I mean, it is a journey. We'll, we'll get into and in, in talk more about what, 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 uh, 
what uh, Fairy Godmother Project does again as we go along this morning. FGPinfo.org is a great website and uh, and, and Facebook uh, has great stuff too. Also here this morning, uh, we say we, we meet for the very first time Angela Vernon, the outreach coordinator for Fairy Godmother Project. Angela, it's great to have you here this morning. Good morning. Good morning, Ted. Thanks for having us. So what's your story? How did you get to Fairy Godmother Project and, and, uh, and just such important work in the community? Well, um, I was looking for another position. Um, I had I was let go from my last job, and I was really looking to make a change in my life. I was coming out of the corporate world, yeah. and I was looking for something that a job where I could give back to the community, do something meaningful, um, something that excites me every day. And I found this position on Indeed.com. I wasn't sure if anything would come from it, but I had two interviews in one week. And before I knew it, I got offered the position. And I was, I don't think I've ever been so excited about a job ever. Wow, Every great. day, every day I'm so happy to be at work. Every day I wake up and I think I'm so proud to be a part of what we're doing because I really believe in our mission. And I'm excited to see what can happen the rest of this year, next year, I'm so so grateful. Well, and you're you're seeing like like Kathleen described, just families in 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 a, in a really a tough situation, but you can make such an impact. Right, right. And that's that's that that's just that's that, that, that's that's one of the things. How long have you been with Fairy Godmother Project now? Well, this is my fourth week, so I began on January eighth, okay. and today is four weeks, I guess. And, you're, <laughs> and you get brought in here, so yeah. you, get, you 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 get to uh, get get to talk about it. I, I, I guess one of the things, I mean, in, in in and as you go along, just just meeting the families is. I, I, knowing a few of the families like I do, it's it's just I mean it's 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 such an honor and just a special privilege to be able to to assist in in, in helping get to know some of these families. Oh, absolutely! Um, I look forward to meeting more of them um, when we have an event coming up here soon. But I have met some of the mothers and guardians who have come in to pick up their gift cards um, the last few days, and you know. I just can't believe how, you know, they just keep a smile on their face and they seem so resilient and strong. They have to be strong for their kids, for their mm -hmm. families. You, I just can't imagine what's going on in their head, so much they have to deal with. I met one lady who was just bright and bubbly and smiling and so grateful. And You never know. Yeah, you never know. And I was so inspired by her positive attitude because I just I can't imagine what she and her family are dealing with. And we'll, uh, we'll again, and we'll, we'll we'll talk about ways that the community can get involved, and uh, and, and, and just again uh, all, all the different things coming up, and in, in, in what you do. Fairy Godmother Project in this morning. FGPinfo.org. Quick break. We'll continue along this morning on News Talk twelve thirty WFVA. Welcome back to Town Talk on News Talk 1230. You can weigh in about today's topic on Facebook at WFVA 1230 and by text at 540-371-5756. Here's your host, Ted It It is the Fairy Godmother Project in this morning, fgpinfo.org, the, uh, the website. Also, there is a Facebook page for Fairy Godmother Project and uh, the work they do with with pediatric cancer. One of the great things on, on, on Facebook, uh, Kathleen Pesolano is here along with uh, Angela Vernon from uh, Fairy Godmother Project. 
is when when anniversaries come up the, and the, the, the these are the sad stories the the anniversary and, and and I know just because the the other day um um there there there, there was another anniversary that that uh that came up with uh, with with Kaylee Leahy and she was a, a person that was on this show, and we've and, and, and the Leahys have, have been in here a lot. But I know it's important for families to talk about kids, their 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 kids, even the, even the sad stories. And there's there there is a lot to be learned from that. There is, um, and and when we go back to the whole resiliency piece, it's like families whose child had you know has died from cancer. Um, we call them our stargazer families. And, um, you know, they're, they're looking at how life goes on, but it doesn't go on without that child, really. And yeah. so we have, you know, I always say it's, it's a blessing that we have to be able to um, help them to celebrate that life, mm-hmm. to um, give them opportunities to, to talk and tell stories, because that's really what they want to do. There may not be any new memories but they would really love to tell you about, you know, about their childhood or about, you know, what their their life meant to them, about just those fun little everyday kind of things and to, to talk about it. And a lot of times people get very uncomfortable with the idea of talking and so they don't ask. Yeah. You know, they, they, they kind of avoid, they feel funny to share a story. But that's a lot of times what the family wants to hear is your experience with their with their son or their daughter. Um, tell them those stories. Like that's, that helps them, that memory to stay alive. And so, yes, we just had um, a, um, we, we celebrate birthdays. We'll celebrate the anniversary of their passing. Um, and families get to choose how they'd like that that life to be recognized. So yeah. it might be a random act of kindness, so putting more good out in the world um, in their child's name. Um, it may be luminaries, which we set up um, just as a nice way at their home mm-hmm. um, to kind of start their day or end their day. That's um, interesting. I know you did that. That's we, nice. We do. Um, and it's, it's just, you know, I mean, it's kind of like in some ways if you're doing it for a birthday, it's like the candles on the cake, right? So instead, it's it's the candles, and, it, and we a lot of times will line their, their walk. And it's just, you know, it's a brightness in the darkness. Um, so for the families, it's it can be that. We've had others who had certain colors that they like to, you know, wear red, wear blue. Mm-hmm. Um, I just recently had someone who's their, their child's um, favorite foods. So it was, um, you know, fried chicken. Um, or, or um, I think it was also um, like, you know, fried rice with chicken and yeah. it had like a couple of different things. And it was like, go enjoy their favorite food because that's something that they really loved. And that kind of once again keeps them in everyone's heart and, and, and then their thoughts. I know that Amy Hardy has talked about how she she has learned so many other stories, people who have shared stories about Josh. And she learns a lot of Besides their family stories, she's learned a lot of stories from school that she never knew from uh, from so uh, different those, teachers. That they they we always worry about hurting someone's feelings, but you know that that need to to talk about them and to, they're still part of their family. They don't cease. It's like, but but those stories help to keep their memory alive. Oh, it was the hardest thing for me at first because here we are talking with a family, and I'm doing everything I can. Not, you know, not to mention their name. And it was it was several of the families that said, no, that's never a problem. You know, we, we like to hear that recognized. 
And that that's such an important that's such an important message for all of us because we don't know sometimes. You just feel like if I mention the name, they're going to break down and start crying, and they may tear up. But they uh, everyone will always say um, it's okay. They they want to hear their child's name. Mm-hmm. They don't hear it enough, mm-hmm. and so and then that opens an opportunity for maybe them to tell you a little bit about their child. So absolutely, Angela. I would think with you and especially just being there a month or so now that there, there are a lot of things to learn coming into an environment and uh, in an organization like Fairy Godmother Project that uh, you do. I mean, there, there's there's a lot. To, there is a lot to learn about just the the grieving process or what what people are going through, and this is unlike probably many jobs. Oh yes, absolutely. <clears throat> um, this is my first nonprofit experience and my first experience working with families dealing with pediatric cancer. Um, I have a work history in geriatric healthcare, so I've worked with um, families and loved ones of residents who are in nursing homes and battling Alzheimer's and dementia. Yeah. So I've seen that end of life process, which right. is very difficult. Um, but you know, with children, in my opinion, I think it's just so much harder um, because we all hope to have a long, mm-hmm. long, healthy life. And we hope that for our, our children and the children in the community. And unfortunately, that's not always the case. So, um, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, you have seen if, if, if you've dealt with that, if, you, if you've dealt with the, 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 the older and the, the, that that segment, this mm-hmm. this will take some time i would you mean i'm sure like you say every, every day is, a, is is a new experience right now oh yes i have a lot to learn but it's been fun it's been an adventure we are talking a fairy godmother project this morning on news talk 12 30 wfva angela vernon is here the outreach coordinator for fairy godmother project and kathleen pesolano is the executive director kathleen you've been here now you've been in the position was it last summer you started it was last summer i started yes so and but i mean you've and, and again you were kind of like angela i mean you you have worked in 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 other areas and uh this was just this was an easy area to slide into well i mean it's always been my heart i've always right. directed services to either families or specifically children so um it's like most jobs, I think, when people think about the same thing we were just discussing, how will you handle someone that may have, you know, like a terminal illness? You know, how will you handle if a child passes? And, and obviously, that's not the only story to pediatric cancer. Mm-hmm. There's many, many survivors. And, you know, our obviously, our role in that is to how do we help them with their, what their new normal is, you know, what it looks like after cancer, after experiencing that kind of trauma. But um, the beautiful thing I always thought is that we do help them no matter where, where that story ends or where it goes. Right. So um, that, just like she talked about, about being excited every day that you come in, um, you know, for me, I'm like, let's do the best that we can. And we, you've been in our office before, so you've seen we have a wall of pictures of, mm-hmm. of you know, of our families and, and our stargazers. And then we have another wall that we're putting together that's that's our survivor families and stuff. And it just keeps it um, the reality of the situation. But also for me, we have such a big responsibility. And a lot of families come in and they're very thankful for what we do. But I'm thankful to have the opportunity that we could help them at this moment. And we could be there at that moment for them. So, um, you know, we just feel like we have an awesome responsibility. And I'm so happy that we can um, meet, you know, meet their needs. 
So how do people get in touch? You know, let, let's talk about the, the, the process from, from, from a couple of different angles. If uh, a, a family has a diagnosis, I guess they, they can contact you, they can, they can contact you or how's the whole process work? Sure. Um, so families come to us in a variety of ways. Families can uh, you know, easily go to our website. They can request services. They just fill out the form. Mm-hmm. Um, I call them immediately because I want them to know that it didn't just go into cyberspace somewhere and get lost. And also I want to be there with them because the hardest thing is to press that button and submit and say, I'd like help. It's so hard for us to accept help. So the fact that they did that, and sometimes it's 8 o'clock at night, and I sent them a little text that said, hey, I know it's late, but I want you to know I got it. Do you want to talk now, or would you like, like me to call you maybe tomorrow? Yeah. Um, just so they know that we are here from the start. Uh, so they could do that. We have, you know, obviously the the hospitals know about us and the, and their um, their caseworkers and social workers know about us. So a lot of times they'll say, have you, did you, you know, did you know about this mm-hmm. you know, at Fairy Godmother Project? You know, this is how you could get help if you wanted help. And they say it a couple different times because just like you said, that diagnosis happens and it's like your brain stops working and it's just in that very moment. And, and your life what, changes. It, it does, and it's like your thought is, okay, how do I, how do I still try to work? You know, what about the schooling? What about my other children? What I mean, like, how do I get help? Where do I have to go? And it's a whole new world. Mm-hmm. So you know, it, a lot of times families, you know. They, they have to hear it more than once. Um, so sometimes it's family and friends that say, hey, you know, or another family who has had an experience hears that, you know, that you have a diagnosis and they're like, here's who I went to to get help. Um, so the, the, the community really wraps around, but they can get easily get help, come through our website. They can call if they're just like, I just have questions. Like, I don't want to fill out the form yet. I just have questions. Right. Happily, we would talk with them about what it is. And we'll be as involved and supportive as they want. Mm-hmm. They actually, this is one of the parts in their journey they can dictate how how involved you know um, we have a lead volunteer who checks in on them but if that family you know the where they're at and emotionally and their energy and everything else they don't they don't have the wherewithal to to contact that volunteer back to just say yeah i got your message i'm good or whatever they don't have to but it is somebody just like us checking in to say it's okay we're here you know is there something we can do to help? And then we, you know, what else can we do kind of thing? Well, and, and everybody is different. Because when, when, when my family went through, went through this, I didn't want any help. It was like, we, got, we, can, we can do it. And it took a number of people saying, you know, we want to help you. And I had to be talked into it. So right. I'm sure you run into, it is tough sometimes to ask for help. We do. Uh, I mean... I mean, obviously, we always empower them for it to be their decision. But yeah. a lot of times, family and friends are usually the ones that are like, "Here's the number. Here's the number." And I know, sure. I know a family's coming in soon because I get like three or four other, "Hey, there's this family. I've talked to them," and I'm kind of like in my head, I know it's probably all the same family. And it's just funny because I see all the different pieces that are like they've heard it mm-hmm. from the hospital, they've heard it from you know the friend or the coworker, and, and you know, and 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 finally, you know, we get the call, and it's like I've been waiting for you <laughs> because you know, I mean, it, we are. A small community but also we people care and they they want to get people help and and we're all about like how if we can support you now then then at the other end you'll be in a much better place because you won't have all these other stressors that have built up and we know that that long-term effect of that um, even a couple years into you know survivorship you know beyond Mm -hmm. it's like that stress is still elevated 
because every time you know your child is a cold or or something doesn't feel right or they going through, you know whatever it is it's like your moment your heart stops and it's like could it be back you know yeah. so it's like i think and we want to be there for them so they know that that we're here that they're that they're in a better place and then that way when moments like that happen they know they're not alone well in in, in sometimes you you know we mentioned whether it's cutting grass or it's just just providing some some helps that's a huge thing for for families and especially as you when if you don't realize when especially when it starts how it's going to change your life of because there there are going to be there are going to be trips and sometimes all day trips to either depending where you're being treated whether it's Richmond or, or or DC or even or even Charlottesville and it's just there's just there just there are a lot of trips and a lot of it's a whole you're learning a whole new language when you start dealing with drugs and things like that you do and you don't know if when you went in for that that treatment what the reaction will be and suddenly you're staying for like the next you know several several weeks and you weren't preparing for that you know so then sometimes you have family member you know other children Mm -hmm. you know so you're kind of like you're living at the hospital if you know one parent is and the other parent is is taking care of the household so us being able to deliver you know meals that can be thrown in a crock pot so they have something healthy Mm -hmm. and it's not just always you know eating out or fast food um you know house cleaning has been a big one that our families have liked to take advantage of before the sheer fact that it's one more thing and the energy to be able to do that at the end of the day is probably not there. And yet at this point in time, you're so worried about germs and you're so worried about, you know, like keeping everything clean and exposure and limiting, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the possibility of picking something up that it's like you constantly, you know, in some ways have that guilt, like you're not doing enough, but I mean, we're trying to be there for you so you don't feel overwhelmed. You don't feel like you're not doing enough. We want to support you so you, you can be there in the moment and not be worrying about all these other things fgpinfo.org the uh, website for fairy godmother project and uh, kathleen pesolano is here this morning along with uh, angela vernon we're going to talk more about uh, dealing with and in uh, helping families and we'll get into also some uh, some uh, discussion about some some events coming up that you can get involved with to help fairy godmother project more on news talk 1230 wfva it is now 8 30. From the Fredericksburg.today online news studios, this is News Talk 1230 WFBA Fredericksburg, a centennial broadcasting station focused on Fredericksburg. This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFBA. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubel. Good stuff this morning with Fairy Godmother Project. Kathleen Pesolano and Angela Vernon here this morning from uh, Fairy Godmother Project. FGPinfo.org. So Kathleen, Kathleen is the executive director. We were we were talking about kind of what you do. What do you recommend for, for people who know, you know, I, I know a friend that's that, that, that all of a sudden that they're, they're, they're dealing with this. I guess you have situations where, like you said, where friends will call you. Or I guess just even tell your, you know, who, who's who's dealing with this, hey, there's Fairy Godmother Project and this is what they do. Absolutely. Um, so they can definitely even reach out for information because sometimes it's that friend telling you and so it, you don't have to like make the call yourself. Um, because you're, the family themselves are dealing with so many other things that are taking their attention that even trying to, to like schedule or think I'm going to call somebody about this or I'm going to do, it's like what priority happens is what's happening in this moment for Mm -hmm. your child. So they can definitely do that. Um, definitely talk to them, 
you know, talk, be very specific about some things that perhaps that you can do to help. So rather than say, what can I do, right? Because we're all like, no, I don't need help. Um, Or even like, I'm too overwhelmed to tell you what I absolutely need offer. Hey, I see your grass is, is tall. Can I, is it okay if I bring over my lawnmower and I mow the grass for you? Or, hey, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to make something. Is there, is there food that your family would like that we, we could put in the freezer? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just, just making those suggestions. Um, can I pick up your groceries? Can I, you know, can I maybe take your other kids to, you know, to, to the park so they can get run off some energy? You know, any way that you can help, like, but offering specific things, being willing to listen you know, rather than wanting them to tell you details about every doctor's appointment and where things are at and what's happening next, maybe just listen and let them, you know, talk to you. Yeah. Um, because a lot of times they're holding so much in to be, you know, that brave front or to, to be strong. And it's like they need those outlets just to be able to decompress and just be able to, you know, to share their thoughts and their feelings without judgment, without advice. Right. Because, I mean, it's all they're doing the best that they can and helping them to see that they're doing the best that they can, um, you know, that that, you know, that you are there to support them however long that it takes. And and we know, like for for our families, if we're looking at the average um, at this moment, it's about 24 and a half months that they're in active treatment. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a long time, it is. you know, so when we talk about it changing your life, it really does. And then at the end of that, you've got a, even a different normal that you are looking at, what does that look like? So having support during the long haul, this is one of the things that obviously Fairy Godmother Project, you know, when we have a family that comes on board, we're with them throughout that. And then even, you know, the first year of remission to help them to start figuring out what that new normal looks like. So, I mean, we are with them. Um, we're also with our Stargazer family. So from, from you know, throughout hospice, um, you know, end of life kind of things, um, planning for celebrations of life and the funeral. But then, you know, even afterwards with, you know, retreats that allow those families to come together and share their stories and talk to each other and laugh and cry and whatever. It just feels good to know you're not alone. Um, but also throughout the, the year, celebrating those special moments um, in your child's life too. So um, definitely reaching out, talking to them, but allowing them to talk to you instead, not offering advice, not making them feel not judged, but, but helping them to see the great things that they're doing because we're all human. And we need to know that we're trying, you know, that yeah. someone else recognizes we're doing our best because we don't always see that we are. Now, when, when the early things with with our family, a, a bunch of people said, "Give me a house key when while you're gone this particular day, we're going to come and clean your house." And they did. It was just like it was amazing. You walked home and ev- everything was everything was cleaned. Which is just one more, like one more weight off your shoulder yeah. because you're carrying enough with you at the moment. So yeah, yeah. anything like that. And, and don't just ask once because we just talked about it. It's hard yeah. to accept help. So if you ask me if I need help, I'm going to say, no, we've got it. Um, when we probably really do need help. So right. um, oh, how I do turn- you keep asking and then get very specific and saying, it, you know, maybe it's even, it would make me feel better if I could mow your grass for you. It just makes me feel like I'm doing something for you. You know, kind of like making it, you know, the favor for me instead that's what it, the other way. That's exactly what happened to me because I had turned down so many things and someone sat me down and just said, you're depriving me of a blessing that I would get for helping you. So you're going to start... You know, you're gonna you're gonna start letting us help your family. So yeah, sometimes it takes that. Sometimes it does. So how can people? I mean, I, I know there's ways that people you can 
people can volunteer. They can become donors. There's lots of ways people can get involved with Fairy Godmother Project and, 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 and help out. Even if you don't know a specific person, there are ways people can get involved. Right. And and some people don't, you know, they're like, oh, I don't know that I could work directly with a family. That's okay. We have mm-hmm. volunteer opportunities that allow you, you know, maybe it's coming in and, and helping to make the, you know, the frozen meals that we, you know, that we make for um, to delivery. Maybe it is... Um, you know, just recently we were we were collecting gift cards um, for the families for when they we have our retreat, so that when they leave there, they're able to like you know have go pick up a um, a family meal you know at, at the end, so they don't feel like oh I wasn't home to cook a meal. It, it's they pick it up and it's good to go. Um, you know, we've had others that have dropped off you know snacks um, or their organization has bought snacks uh, for the families, and and we do that because you know the the kids need to keep their calories up but but there's probably nothing worse than than sitting in in traffic mm-hmm. or waiting at the doctor's office um for an appointment and yeah. and they're hungry right or you're hungry or you know like so it allows them to have those handy things in their bag you know easy to dispense so um there's lots of ways that you can volunteer you could volunteer at some of our events um but there's also ways that you can have more of a direct connection. So maybe you're helping to deliver those meals or those care packages to families each month. Maybe you are a lead volunteer who is at that point of contact that stays with that family, checks in with them, you know, thinking of you today, sending those positive messages to them. Um, usually a lot of times just when they need to hear that positive message. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how that works. But um, so lots of wonderful volunteer opportunities. Um your organization could even do um, some simple fundraisers for um, for our families to help provide the services that we do. We do it at no cost to the families. Um, our support is entirely just community-based, uh, so it really is the, the community coming together. But we've had people who've done, like, chili cook-offs or, you know, Jeans Day at work or something else, yeah. and they do a simple fundraiser, and all those funds, you know, go to help support those services that families get directly. Um, then, then as you said, you could become a supporter or a donor. Uh, so you you can do that monthly donations, an individual donation, um, just supporting families um, in the community with help exactly when they need it. Um, or you could also participate and be a donor through one of our wonderful events. We love having the community come out. It's the great thing that we can tell families is that this is not us helping you. This is the community coming out and that shows you that how caring that you are part of this community and your story has value mm-hmm. and we're here with you on the journey so it really is about that community coming together speaking of events you have some events coming up let's talk about some of those we do um on uh february 22nd at um the um Suckinwell uh, Tavern. Thank you. Uh, we have our guest bartender event. I knew I was going to like have a moment where I couldn't remember. It happens. Um, <laughs> so that's um, from uh, from five to eight on the twenty uh, second of February, and we actually have three teams um, of local uh, celebrities, mm-hmm. we'll say, that are guest bartending, and um, they're each competing to kind of you know raise the, the most tips or donations for um, FGP during their time. This is a big deal. It really is a big deal, and it's fun to come out. So um, our 5 o'clock is our, our B. Rose and Thorn 
um, team, and they're named that because we have Jeremy Gray from um, B101.5, yeah. and we have Matthew Rose from Roses Are Red Photography, and um, Brandy Stalnecker from um, Suncor uh, Events, and so that's our 5 o'clock team. Yeah. And then 6 o'clock, we have um, realtor Erin Lewis. She's also one of our volunteers. Uh, and also um, one of our amazing volunteers, too, and lead volunteer is Brooke Luck. And then they round out their team with DJ Michael Hatcher, and that's 6 o'clock. And then 7 o'clock is our adventure team, um, and that is um, representatives from um, the Fredericksburg Area Running Club. So Brian is getting to yeah. bartend. Okay. Um, and then uh, your Fred, husband, you know, my husband. Yes, I should say that. Um, <laughs> you better say something nice about me when he's on the air. Right? I will. I'll make, sure, okay. I'll make sure he <laughs> please, does. Please prompt him. Um, okay. Uh, Fred Trails and then also uh, Fredericksburg Cyclists. So okay. they're all coming together yeah. and they're they're ending the night at seven o'clock. So um, come out on February 22nd. February 22nd. And just have a good time um, starting at five, six and seven are our two our three different teams will be competing. So uh, come out and support. And then we have our Stardust Ball. So as I said earlier, April 19th, um, we have just an amazing array of live auction items, some really cool silent auction items, um, even a dessert auction, uh, which always goes really well. People just love to buy desserts at the end of the night a um, dessert auction a dessert auction. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't it's know like about this it's like a dessert silent auction and there's they're all local um yeah bakeries and you know um, so that's something companies. you take home well you know at the end of a night after have dancing and music yeah. and fun or whatever it seems to be like the whole table is sharing you know like a bundt cake or they're okay sharing, that's you know chocolate chip cookies or decorated sugar cookies okay it's it's really you know donuts go really well okay too. so um <laughs> it, it's always the the big deal and stuff like that so um but come out that is a wonderful it's it's a you get to get all dressed up come out and support a good cause like i said food music um, fun, uh, and just have a good time. And that one starts um, at seven. With we have a earlier cocktail hour for our sponsor, so we are open to sponsorships too of that event. So if you're interested in getting involved, the, the Stardust Ball is really is, is really a signature. That that that's a that's a like you said a, a dress up and a in a, a real. It's a big event. It, it is. And we're hitting, um, this would be like our 10th year. So um, although the first year it was not known as the Stardust Ball, it, it's mm -hmm. 10 years of having this this gala, this auction. Um, at the same time, like, you know, it's all about, you know, also um, sharing you stories about the families that we serve. Um, we always have someone who comes out and tell, and um, is willing to share yeah. their experience. And so... Um, you know, just to, to learn more about what pediatric cancer looks like from through the eyes of a parent. Um, and they, they share their story because they, they just want others to hear so that if they're going through something similar, that they know there is help, that there's hope, um, that, that it's okay to ask for help mm -hmm. and to get support. Um, so we have that opportunity. And then, like I said, um, we have a great band, The Wavos is playing, and it's just a fun way to end the evening. Well, and as you've really described it well, Kathleen, and we, not everybody's going to deal with this, but we all know somebody right. who has. And that's why it's so important to support and get involved in some way with, with Fairy Godmother Project because 
you 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 don't know, but you 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 likely you you know somebody that's that's been involved. Right, and a lot of times you don't. Sometimes you don't know that they had a sibling who is a survivor right. or who has passed. You know, or or that they 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 have had a child. You know, it's like you don't know um, what everybody's experiences are. So it's like when you start talking about it, some then you realize how interconnected that we we actually are. Angela Vernon is the outreach coordinator for for Fairy Godmother Project, and, and Angela, with with what you do, and I'm sure, well, describe what 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 you're doing. I guess you're looking for for ideas, and if, if people want to get involved in in, in various ways. Right, absolutely. So um, my position is to assist with planning events, outreach events for the community. Um, I'm involved with planning um, a volunteer appreciation events and family events um, that bring our families in the program together and also going out into the community and networking with different businesses and individuals and educating them on who we are and what we do and what our mission is and pediatric cancer as a whole. And um, so, yeah, and we are looking for new sponsors and donors to contribute to mm-hmm. our cause and our mission. Um, so, yeah, my job is to really be out in the community advocating for our families, um, spreading awareness of our mission and hoping to see it grow so we can serve more families who mm-hmm. need help. Well, so if someone, if the, if there's a business out there or an individual or someone wants to get involved in, in, in get involved in some way or has an idea, you're the person to track down. Yes, that would be me. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and there there are so many there are so many opportunities and different things out there. If if someone has an idea of, hey, I'd like to do this to help out, or I'd like to be a sponsor. There's there there are all kinds of things out there. Oh yes, yes. Um, sponsorships are wonderful. Um, uh, like Kathleen said earlier, a monthly donation or an individual donation. Um, you know, if companies, individuals would like to donate funds to our Stardust Ball mm-hmm. or items for auction um, or even mat- craft materials that we use for events with our families, um, snack items, um, grocery items for our meal making that we do. Um, things like that would be great, always helpful. I am sure that being around, because we, we mentioned it at the beginning, Kathleen, I think, mentioned it, about there's there are, when you go in the office there, there's there's, there's pictures mm-hmm. of, of families, and uh, whether it's the stargazers or, or, or kids who have been survivors, to see that every day. And then, unfortunately, it grows. But to, to see that every day and know that those are those are the families that you've reached or are reaching and, and, and what you're doing is for future families, too. Mm-hmm. It's very grounding. It's very humbling. Yeah. Um, because you just never know um, if that could even be you at yeah. some point mm-hmm. or a family member or someone that you know. It's important to keep a perspective, to be grateful for what you have, the ble- your blessings, and to give back to your community. Um, one of the things that's impacted me most about coming on board with FGP is I had been working from home for two years. So coming back into an office, yeah. going to different meetings, networking with different people, um, starting to meet the families who come in, it's been really great. and 
really it's really touched my heart seeing how this community really cares about each other they will show up for each other and that's something i i didn't get to experience for two years and i'm really grateful yeah. to be a part of it yeah it is it's in, in in some and just to meet the families mm-hmm. and who are willing to share stories sometimes you just mm-hmm. think that this has to be so difficult mm-hmm. but they share stories that they have such, have have such an impact oh absolutely they do and i think everyone just they their child matters their life matters yeah they don't want them to be forgotten um and i think you know i know that i'm sure it's very hard i can't even imagine what these parents have gone through and their family members and support systems but if i and fgp can be a part of keeping um a child who's passed their memory alive, then I am so happy to do so. We are so happy to do so and come alongside parents and families that want to celebrate that child's life. So if someone wants to get involved and in, uh, in, in, in really get involved in, in some way with FGP, contact, contact for a Godmother Project and ask for Angela and you will take it from there yes i will happy to do so come see us <laughs> fgpinfo.org for fairy godmother project angela vernon is here the outreach coordinator along with kathleen pesolano the executive director we will wrap this up when we come back on news talk 1230 wfva Are you- this is town talk on news talk 1230 wfva download the all-new news talk 1230 wfva app for apple and android text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756 and now here's your host ted schubel angela vernon kathleen pesolano here this morning from fairy godmother project wow good stuff to start the week Fairy Godmother Project is uh, at fgpinfo.org. And Angela, you were just telling me there's all kinds of other ways on social media you can uh, find out more about what's going on with you guys. Oh, yes. Uh, Go follow us on Facebook, Fairy Godmother Project. Uh, We also have an Instagram and we have a TikTok account. It is at fxbgfgp. So, Fredericksburg Fairy Godmother Project. I was just going to say, <laughs> I was putting that all together. Thank you. You're I'm welcome. just a little slower. Again, what, just a lot of different social media areas to, to get involved with. And again, if, if someone wants to get involved with sponsorships or become a sponsor for the Stardust Ball or any of these other events, you're the, you're the person I contact. Yes, that's correct. So, just ask for, for, for Angela. Kathleen Pesolano, the executive director. A lot of stuff going on, and like we said, there's there, there are events, so follow that, and you know, be on the lookout. Look on the ways that where, where you can get involved, but also if you know of families that, that get involved, there's there's there, there's all there's there are all, a lot of needs around us these days. There is, and and I I want to kind of reiterate, you know, if you've heard of a family that might be have gotten a diagnosis of cancer or is experiencing it, or you know reaching out like a lot of times you know it's that whole bystander we think somebody else oh the doctors would have told you or somebody else would have like be that next voice because sometimes you're talking to them at a moment where they realize yes i would like help and it's like then they're able to reach out and get help so or what else can i do like and be very specific about the ways that you know that you're willing to step up and come out and help Um, and be consistent we're all about reliability that families know they can trust us for the long haul Mm -hmm. um, but being reliable so that you know following through on those commitments and you know and just helping where you can 
so however you can support families, being there for them, being there for them the long haul, but definitely you know letting them know about us. And if they want to get connected, we'd love to, to help them any way that we can. FGPinfo.org, the, uh, the website uh, to get involved and to find out how you can get involved with the Fairy Godmother Project. Kathleen Pesolano is the Executive Director. Angela Vernon, the Outreach Coordinator. Thank you both. We'll talk again soon. Thanks. Thank you, Ted. Thank you. That is it. Thank you for listening. We will see you in the morning. Thanks for listening to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. The views expressed by the hosting guests on this program are their own and not necessarily those of this station, its management, or Centennial Broadcasting. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. The Glenn Beck program is next on News Talk 1230 WFVA, focused on Fredericksburg.